0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fresh Fix Podcast. We're Brian and Jennifer Smith. Thanks for being with us today. We uh, we are doing part two of our interview with Brad Denspear this week. It
1: was so fun having him on the podcast last week and just seeing him in a different role than I normally see him every day. So. Right.
0: Well, because you, you've you been through sort of both sides. You've seen him as a, a, a boss. You've right. also seen him as a coach. but. You know, he was really insightful in totally. a lot of the things that he shared in in uh, the entire interview. I kept saying to myself, wow, uh, as basic as that seems, it's really informative and something that I can apply mm-hmm. to the way that I live my life.
1: Exactly. I mean, even though I've been with Brad for five years now under his tutelage, if you would say. Nice. Good word, um, tutelage. Uh I still learned something in the podcast last week. Yeah. And and or through doing the podcast. And so I am so glad that we split it into two episodes. Yeah. So that I just felt like there was so much rich information. And so to do it all in one podcast I thought it would be a little bit overload.
0: So. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think for for me, he he laid that foundation in part one around the importance of the hierarchy, right? And yes. you've probably heard this before, yes. but I had not heard this before. Yes. So the hierarchy of nutrition, mm-hmm. recovery, mm-hmm. exercise. Yes. So for total health and fitness, right. you, you need three, all three of those things and you need them in that order.
1: Right. And they need to be aligned.
0: Right. I right.
1: mean, you can't go crazy on exercise, but then your nutrition is crap.
0: Yeah. Like he made the point. Exercise is a stressor, right? Mm-hmm. So if you aren't if you have no recovery time, right. or if you're not eating right, mm-hmm. you're just adding a bunch of stress to your body without any nutrition to support that stress and any recovery time to support right. that stress. Right. So that was a that was a big takeaway for me.
1: But then another thing is, you still don't have to deprive
0: yourself as well, right? So that was well, and you've done you've done really well. You've uh, Thank you you've, uh, apply you've been hard at it with the workout routine. I've been,
1: I've been trying to get back at it. You know, I'm. That's the thing. It's just crazy how life ebbs and flows. And um, I I was in a good ebb and it, or a good flow. I was right. in a good flow <laughs> right, right. before Christmas, and then I tweaked my lower back, and so then I kind of was ebbing for a while. And now I've been back in the flow. Yeah. And um, kind of a, fi- a fixer upper was this week. I was I kind of changed my workout schedule and i've been going and working it out at 6 a.m. and then getting ready at the gym and then going to work. And i had one of our members come up to me and she tapped me on the shoulder and and she's like, "Hey, i'm really proud of you for for getting here. I've been noticing you're you're really consistent coming coming in at 6 a.m." And that was so encouraging to me. Yeah. Even though i'm an employee there, i work out there, and it's that accountability and community totally. that
0: 100%. Brad
1: talks about. So um, anyway, that was that's kind of my little baby fixer-upper for this week.
0: No, that was good. And, and we could tell it was an interesting thing that happened this week. We got a text from Jennifer. And I say we, the, the Fresh Five, which is where <laughs> the Fresh Fix name came from. The Fresh Five is our family of five, um, has a, a text um thread uh, text thread a group text message and it was i don't know what time but it was earlier in the morning than a couple of us in our family are generally (laughs) up and and jennifer is sending this very bubbly message with lots of emojis and i sent her some you know snarky comment or snarky gift back right and she's like and then she private messaged me back, and she's like, did I say something wrong? <laughs> did I say something inappropriate? I'm like, know. no, it's just so obvious that you're working out and that you are happy, and that's a great thing. Yeah. It's just a little early in the morning, but it is. Uh, it's so cool, because literally, I could when I got that message, I, I, I said to myself, I'm like, Jen's working out again I can tell she's already worked out because yep. you it changed your mood you were you clearly in a good mood totally and, and
1: I, I can tell a huge difference when I'm working out versus not I just I do have more energy in the not only in the morning but throughout the day and then in the afternoons if I'm not working out I could come home and take a two hour nap right and not even bat an eye about it yeah but when I'm working out I feel like I have more energy to sustain myself throughout the afternoon so
0: yeah i feel like your um your workout regimen and your compliance to it is directly proportional to the number of emojis in your text messages
1: (laughs) (laughs) or caps or Or, you know whatever right
0: Uh, so with that we have got part two of our interview with brad coming up and so we're going to cut to that in the meantime don't be afraid to check us out on social media platforms, on podcast platforms. Uh, we should be pretty readily available on all of those. Yes. Anything else to add before we go to the interview? I think
1: that's it. I think uh, we should go to part two of our interview with Brad Denspear.
0: Here we go. Here's here's a, a little bit of a, a left turn. It's it's something that I've always wondered about. It's a little selfish, but I'm sure there's other people that have <laughs> this question. Um, so, for me, I, I work from home. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm more sedentary than I'd like to be. So when I when pre pandemic I was traveling a lot, so I'm always going through airports and then at the end of a busy day I can go to a hotel treadmill and just hop on mm-hmm. because I just need to decompress or whatever.
2: Get something going.
0: But that's my question. Is is a let's just call it a 30 minute casual walk. You don't even break a sweat, which Jennifer makes fun of me sometimes because I may not fully break a sweat and I'm, I don't come in pouring sweat from my walk slash jog. And so she's like, what did you really even do? And I'm like, well, g- give me a little credit. I was out for 30 minutes. I was moving. My question is, does that do any, if I'm out for a casual walk yeah. and I don't even break a, squ- a sweat, am I doing any
2: good? Oh, good question. I like this. Am I doing any good? <laughs> oh, yes, you are you are definitely doing something good because I have a hard time saying that something is good or bad? There right. is it. It's like there's it, degrees. It, there, of everything's on a continuum, and it's like let's let's take your walk. Okay, is it going to be the best way to become lean and to be stronger? No, obviously not. Right. But what is it about walking that you like?
0: Well, I think there is some level of stress relief that comes along with it. Huh. Um, you mentioned something earlier that really resonated with me. There's a mood enhancement. That comes with it, uh, just just to be outside and walking around. We've got a two mile trail right here out our back door that y- you know y- you walk a two mile lap and you just feel better. You feel like you've done something.
2: Well, you just I think you just answered your own question. You remember how we were talking about recovery and stress reduction? Yeah. I noticed when you talked about what you liked about it, it was the stress reducing part about right. it. Well, that's. Two in the hierarchy.
0: Yeah, right. Sounds right. like that
2: little walk is doing something great for you. Okay. Now, if you were, if you rephrase the question and said, "Hey, I got thirty minutes, and I wanna, I wanna do X, ex- I wanna get a little fitter, I wanna look better," and well, then I would advise it's you not to do a something. A walk, right? Yeah. Well, that we'd do something different. We'd go back to. Well, then we maybe want to start adding resistance training, but. A walk to clear your head, to get some fresh air and feel better. Yes, it's fantastic to do.
0: But I love your response because you've really created a, a I think, an instructive hierarchy for us around nutrition and recovery and exercise. Yeah. And and so the the answer that I the to my question that I answered myself, but you framed it up well for me is, yeah, it's good for you, but it fits in the recovery bucket not the exercise bucket really.
2: And, yeah yeah which, and I and, and I've used this if I've got someone that is a die hard hardcore exercise, you know, fanatic that comes and works out hard for 4 or 5 days a week and they say, "Well, what could I do?" and I'm, you know, depending on the person, I may say, "Go for a nice walk." Yeah. Because it's activity, they feel good about that. It's not going to be stressful. In fact, it's going to relieve stress. It's more of a you have working out right. which takes out of you I work out. I'm expending great energy, and I'm, remember we talked about it being a stressor, right? Yeah. I've expended a lot, worked out. Well, that's more of a work in, isn't it now? I worked in. I brought energy to me. I brought vibrance. Yeah.
0: No, that's good. That's good. Um, So... Here's an in-house debate that that Jennifer oh, and I have no. had. So I'm out. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, we need you at this <laughs> oh, point, God. Brad. So, you Wait, know. who's paying me for this? Which <laughs> one of you is? No. <laughs> uh, that's great. So our in-house debate, and, and I'm not sure that it's going to be resolved, but I want to share it with you and get your opinion. Oh, uh, boy. Although I think I know that I'm going to lose this one. So for me... <laughs> Working from home and just living a really, you know, it's a busy life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I have a treadmill downstairs and if I can go down, I've got, you know, push-up bars, I've got pull-up bar. I feel like I can literally go down. I could be in my jeans and I can go down and I can do some body squats and I can get on the treadmill for Mm -hmm. 20 minutes and, and, and go hard, put the incline up, you know, more than the casual walk. And... I feel like, okay, I got my workout in literally over a 45-minute lunch, and I'm good to go. Now, Jennifer, on the other hand, is like, that doesn't even count. You never left home. You didn't go to the gym. And so my, my I'm putting you in the middle of a little. I know, and it's not even fair to Brad. I, I, mean, I take our first guest ever, and I put him in the hot seat. I don't mean to. No, it's but totally like, fine. G- Give us your take on... The pros and cons of maybe both mentalities. Okay. Um,
2: God, boy. All right, let's be careful (laughs) And don't be politically correct. No, I don't. Don't be
0: afraid of making me upset. And by all means, maybe should be a little afraid of making Jennifer upset. So
2: let's take that into consideration. Oh, good Lord, yes. Okay. We're kind of back to that whole thing of, is this good or bad? You know what I mean? Or I live by something... The, a little saying a little, and it's, don't let, you know, perfect be the enemy of good or better, you know? So right. again, we're, 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 I think you've gotten an idea that I know that all this is, has a spectrum to it. Right. And again, if you're asking me is the best workout, what you're doing, what you described to me, I say, well, how, li- how often are you able to do it? Or, you can do that, right? Have you been successful with that?
0: You know, over the years, my most successful fitness moments or fitness periods, we'll say, was when I was working out on my own. Okay. And yeah. and I know that Jennifer, um, and, and the bodysmith Fitness has been a big part of this, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Oh. Um, I know for Jennifer, her most successful periods of staying fit have been when she was regularly going to a gym.
2: Oh, yeah. Well... So we've kind of, we've kind of, you've, again, I think you've answered the question. You are not Jennifer. Jennifer is not you different. There is no one size fits all. So if you're asking me, can I work out at home and do well, or do I need to go to a place so dependent on the person? I mean, during this whole pandemic, I've got people that have stayed home that were members of our gym that have actually made kept making progress while they're home. Interesting. And yeah. they would never have thought that they were, well they never would have thought they were gym people when they came to us. Right. And then they never thought that they would be able to maintain that at home and even improve upon it. Well, conversely, we've had other people that did were not as successful staying home and now that they're able to start coming back more, now they're charged charged and doing well people are different. They need different things. Some people just need to spend 10 bucks and have a a month and have access to the gym equipment they want to work out. Other people need a more hands-on approach, need a coach working with them, need to be told, here's what we're doing today. Other people can do it on their own. It just depends what works for the person. I'm always going to be a fan of Hey, a professionally designed program that has, you know, defined uh, benchmarks of success or, you know, can uh, be progressed and help you on your way to your goals. But again, it's a continuum. Yeah. And again, the be- what's the best workout? The one you'll do. Yeah. Um, uh, that's it, at a, essence. That's such
0: a great point.
2: So again, we have perfect. You're coming to me. I'm designing your workouts. We're holding you accountable. Again, depending on the person. And then we have, hey, I'm getting some workouts in. They're all in there. Depends where you want to go. I, I love that. Um, what I want to ultimately work work around to, because
0: from again, I know you told me to stay away from reading, but I tend to I <laughs> well, tend to not geek all out, reading, and-
2: <laughs> but not all reading. Yeah. I read a lot myself, but yeah. no, I,
0: I uh, especially in an area that's not your expertise. So I try to I try to stay at least somewhat well versed on data. Uh, the, the job that I am in requires me to understand data, and I would say that. That if you looked at the data, the percentage of people who are successful in the long term are, you know there are those people who can do it on their own. Mm-hmm. But, but I think the majority are the people who have some level of accountability, which is what I feel like the bodysmith provides or, or, or a lot of the gyms similar to yours provide is that level of accountability and also the level of camaraderie. Um, that I think is a, a real strong suit of the Bodysmith Fitness, which I want to get into the Bodysmith here oh, in, in just yeah. a little bit. Um, but I think that's, a, that's more of a sort of a, of a confession that even though that may have worked for me in the past, to your point, it's probably not optimal. Yeah. And there is no accountability, which is one of the things that I think has been super helpful for Jennifer.
2: Yeah, and, and um, if if people could all do it on their own, Obviously, America would be a very fit place and it, and again, i'm not my business exists to help those people that need more help obviously right i if you can do it on your own fantastic i mean that is that's amazing yeah. um but yeah, people need a helping hand, and I've, we're there for that, and other fitness providers are hopefully there because they want to help you because. As a coach, you're trying to take someone from where they are to where they want to be when they can't get there themselves. Right, right. That's the essence of it.
0: So before we we circle around to what should people be looking for in a gym, if they, if they need this gym, which, again, I think the vast majority of people would benefit from. I think the vast majority of people would benefit, A, from the expertise of people like yourself mm-hmm. and uh, the accountability that comes along with that. And also the community, the camaraderie that comes along with that. So I want to get around to that. But before I do, there's one other question that I had for you. Okay. How do you, how does one stay fit, stay reasonably healthy without like feeling deprived all the time? Like, okay, I love Oreos or I love pizza or I love you know, whatever. And, and and I feel like if I'm going to, to get fit and stay healthy, then I, I never get to eat another Oreo and I never get to eat another burger. And like, how do people balance the fitness slash nutrition piece of what we've just been discussing with like living life
2: and enjoying life? A great question. Here, you, if, boy, well, first off at my gym, if I told... Um, the women that go there that they could not have wine again I I would be like probably drug out and shot or drug behind someone's uh, SUV for a while I don't think you should I have a hard time with saying I'm never going to do this or never going to do that it's Life is life, and we want to have some fun, right? Right. And one of the ways we enjoy is through food or some adult beverages. Um, Speaking from my own experience, you know, when I was at a time when I was really, really like ripped and fit, you know, like 7% body fat, 172 pounds. Well, the things I had to do at that point in my life, I mean, they're pretty extreme, regimented. Right. And at that time in my life, I was willing to do it. Now, me, like most people, as I get a little bit older, I'm not willing to do those things, okay? Because <laughs> I like pizza, um, yeah. and I want to have it sometimes. But we have to kind of, your question, I want to say, how do we reconcile this not being deprived? Well, we've got to think about a couple of things. we got to think, what's your goal, Again, do I just want to be a little healthier? Okay, that's one thing. I want to be ripped. I want to be, you know, this or that. There's a cost to all of this, right? Our goals and what we have to give up to get there. Now, if those two things are at odds, and often they are, people want to like have this amazing ripped physique and be able to do this, but they don't want to watch their food. Those two things don't really exist. So we have to kind of go, a lot of times it's like, do we really want that goal? Do you want that? I mean, you may want it. Good. Now, let's start talking about what's going to support you to get there nutritionally, recovery-wise exercise. If those two things are at odds, and they often are when we have these big goals, you're not going to get there. You're going to become that person that just exercises more and more and more and more, doesn't eat very well, and then they're frustrated because they're in this middle ground. Well, if we can come to terms that, okay, here's what I want. I want to... I want to lean out a little bit or I want to, you know, we set a real goal that's measurable and then we come up with a way that is going to support that goal that you can do, that you're willing to do. Again, I'm never going to eat pizza. I'm never going to eat burgers. Well, you can. Right. How often do those things need to be in your life to be fulfilling so can we make that structure that life that gives you enough pizza and burgers that is still going to allow you to have that goal you See, want? See
0: that's your background coming there's philosophy in what you just said. There is a philosophical approach that I <laughs> love by the way of of what you just said around like how often do you need the burger to feel like fulfilled if you have a burger every two weeks you know what i bet you could build a program that they can oh that people can accomplish their goals by having a burger every two weeks or yeah. whatever the number is and whatever the food is if they're honest and if it's realistic you could probably
2: build a program well that and problem. that burger every two weeks to me sounds pretty reasonable you know like as far as well, but if you said I want to have you know pizza three nights a week, a burger the other two nights a week, <laughs> right. I don't want to eat breakfast, or I'm going to drive through and get this those, that goal, we really got to do a lot of work on that. Well, I've uncovered my problem. (laughs) (laughs) But that goal would have to be dialed back because it's not going to be, it's going to be totally at odds with how you're living your life. Right. And if you're willing to, so the goals and what you're willing to do there, the cost of getting what you want, are you willing to trade nightly wine, for instance? If you're not great, we may have to attack some other things, but, We got to, again, get a lifestyle that's going to support those goals and make sure that they're congruent. They're going to they're going to support each other. Otherwise, we got to make a new goal or rework your lifestyle. That is that is rich
0: content, Brad. I so appreciate your perspective.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, well, thanks. Uh, it's just that we get into that loop of we want this, but we're not doing what we need to get there. So we're mad at ourselves. We're angry. We're frustrated. Or as I hear too often, I'm disgusted at myself. Well, mm. look at what you want and what you're doing. Maybe we need to. We need to. You know, we need to get those things working somehow. And it doesn't need to be all or nothing. Maybe we're wanting way too lofty of a goal right, right now. Right. Bite off something smaller. I don't know. How to eat an elephant one bite at a time. I love it. I love it. <sighs> so let's, let's circle back to, okay,
0: somebody is trying to find a gym. Yeah. What should they be looking for? So two-part question. What should people be looking for if they, if they feel like, I, I need some help? I I need some help to get myself in shape, and uh, I I need to go find it somewhere. What should they be looking for? And then, obviously, the bodysmith has helped scads of people. I'd love to know a little bit more about the bodysmith and what you guys do, because obviously, um, my wife believes very, very strongly in what you've done. You've helped her, and you've helped countless other people. So, as people are looking for a gym, what are they looking for? And then lead into maybe what, what does the bodysmith offer that, that you can't find in a, in a, in a big box gym maybe?
2: Oh, um, okay. That's a lot. So no, we can- it's a lot, but, but I, but I, you did great, great questions. Um, typically when I'm meeting with people, as I, you know, I always begin, uh, someone that wants to work with us in a strategy session. Cause if someone calls and say, Hey, I want more in your gym. I want to sit down with them and learn what, where they've been, where they are, what they're looking for. You know, I got to learn about them. So it's very personalized. It has to be. I mean, cause, cause with what we're doing is I'm not just selling you a membership. It's, it, it's a relationship. Right. Right. We always call us a team. Well, it's a team amongst the people that work there and the people that join us. Okay. So I've got to know them. They're, we're, we're, they're individual and we're trying to help an individual. Right. Um, And as I talk to them, by far and away, the thing that people say they want or that they're missing outside of losing weight, all that stuff, is they want a community and accountability. Mm. And the community aspect is, is huge, I believe, because most of the people that need help, again, these are the people that need help. They're not the people that can just go into a gym and they know what to do. They're comfortable. No, they're intimidated or they go into, you know, a $10 a month gym and then they're trying to get sold, you know, by these young trainers that are on their phones or don't, you know, (laughs) they're coming to us because they're not a gym person. So it's very important that we learn about them. And as they say they want, you know, they're always, I just met with a woman today and she, I said, you know, what is the thing that you could get most from, a membership with us. And she said, a community, a family mm, wow. kind of atmosphere. And we're all in this together. I mean, myself included, I'm on my own fitness journey. It never ends. Right. I mean, I'm still right. doing it. I mean, we all are still doing it. It's a lifelong pursuit. And I think that um, more than just having expertise and exercise and all that geeky stuff, no one really cares about what, the people I'm working with, they don't care what I know. I mean, they care. They care what I know, obviously. But not until they, they don't care about what I know until they know that I actually care about them. I right. mean, that's an old saying, but it's true. It's like, right. I can throw all the science and numbers at you, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter if I don't care if you, if you get where you want to go, right? Right. Remember, we're trying to take someone where they are where they want to go because they can't do it themselves. Yep. And it's usually by making them feel comfortable first off because they're not comfortable in gyms. Right. That's the first part of it, okay? Cuz we want to help.
0: No, that's great. That's great. And then
2: I forget anything else you asked me because uh, you know, the mind does wander. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I think that's so helpful because what you did was you sort of isolated what people need to be looking for in a gym um and and in a very I think humble way, talked about how the bodysmith really does personalize a plan for people. It does create that accountability and that community for people and those are some of the things people should be looking for, but they just happen to be able to find that at the bodysmith well yeah. i mean there's there's that's kind of a humble brag, but it's 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 very genuine, and I know it's authentic from my own experience, and from the countless people I've seen go through your gym, come through your gym, continue to go to your gym,
2: and sing its praises. Well, thank you. That's (laughs) very nice. Um, It's, yeah, I mean, when I started a gym, I wanted it to be a place that, I mean, obviously, I I spent a lot of time younger being in a gym, but I think I alluded to it. It was, as I began this, I gradually got confident, became friends with some of the people, not only football team when I was in high school, but other power lifters and things at the gym. I gained that. Well now, as we do Smith, it's like, okay, I want those same people, the people coming to me, to feel that they walk in there and it's a welcoming place. It's like their home. They're they're at cheers. We're gonna have we're gonna it. we're gonna put the rest of your your life, all the stress away for a little bit we're taking we're taking care of you for that hour we got you that's you know such I mean? a
0: great analogy cheers too because oh. for our demographic, people will get that oh yeah that, yeah that cheers <laughs> reference it's awesome yeah
2: yeah and, and uh, that's just what it's about for me always has been no, that's great. how can people find you? uh you can find me on the world wide web at www.thebodysmith.com. okay um we're on uh, Facebook as well um and Instagram um Jen house can they get a hold of us <laughs> <laughs> e- e- email you can email me brad at the Bodysmith, and and uh yeah. brad at the bodysmith.com. i love answering questions about any of this I and mean, i'll
0: put all that in the show notes yeah. in the bottom of the podcast episode so people will have access to that
2: yeah yeah find us on there i'm always happy to help um yeah
0: Anything I do. I could not have asked for more from a first guest. So Brad, <laughs> thank you so much for taking time. I know you're a busy guy. I really appreciate you being here.
2: Uh, you're welcome, Brian. I really enjoyed being here.
0: All right, we'll talk next time. Uh-